everybody, and welcome to the first episode of the Let's Go for a Walk podcast. For our first guest, we're going to have Sarah Patrick come on and speak to us about what it means to live loved. She is so awesome, and her passion for Jesus and love for Jesus is so evident in the words she says, and it is so exciting. I can't wait for you guys to hear what she has to say and to be challenged by what she has to say. Sarah is a freshman at Iowa State University. I met her because she graduated from Urbandale High School with me, and we actually do a Bible study that we started in high school, and it's still going today together. And our friendship is just so awesome and so fun, and I can't wait for you guys to experience Sarah in this episode. So let's go for a walk with Sarah. Thank you, Sarah, so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. I am so excited to have you. This is exciting. Yes, it is. Thank you for letting me come on. Of course. Um, Okay, guys, so pretty much for every podcast, I'm going to have a different topic um, that I'm going to discuss with the interviewee, and I will ask them the same question at the very beginning, um, but it's just going to be a different topic every time. So this week's topic is living loved. Um, and the overall question that we will get very familiar with is, what do you wish you would have known sooner, Sarah, about living loved? Oh, gosh. Um, so uh, something that I would say is, um, a little background to start, but, um, I think all of us know that we feel the most loved from this world when we're surrounded by other humans who are giving us the love that we are so desperately seeking, um. But there's a lot of different kinds. So the kind that I'm talking about for Community is Key is surrounding yourself with other Christians and other people who are getting the love from God that Mm. we are all so desperately longing for. Because it's different to receive love from someone who is not getting the love that they are so desperately craving. Um, But it's different to receive the love from somebody who knows how much God loves them and that they can just reciprocate it back to you. Um, it's coming from a place where they already feel so accepted that they're just pushing that onto you. Mm. So I just think that's such an important thing is to just find those people um, who will give you the love that God is giving them and just surrounding yourself with people who will build you up in that love mm. and just having those friends who are just so good to you and um, just positive impacts in your life. Yeah, and the ones that are going to like tell you what God wants you to hear. Yes, exactly. And, yeah. Because that's something that most people don't realize is – um, they always think, oh, someone's telling me something wrong. Well, they just must, like, they're just being mean. They're just being rude. But a big part of love is telling me what you need to hear, even though it hurts, because that's what you need to hear, you know? <laughs> yeah, 100%. No, 100%. I think that that's super key, and it's, like, it's the people that God's pouring into them so much that they're just pouring onto you in a way that God, like, he wants you to hear what they're trying to yes. say to you. And it's the people that God can speak through mm-hmm. to do that with, mm-hmm. and he uses those people in your life because that good community. Yes. Which I think is so important. Of course. That's awesome. I love that. Thank you. Okay. So now <laughs> let's get into our topic, Okay. Um, which I'm so excited about. A little backstory about how we came up with this um, topic idea is um, Sarah and I are in a Bible study, and <laughs> it's awesome, and um, we read this book called Uninvited, Uninvited by Lisa Turkers. Can you say her name? Uh, and it was just so awesome, and it just overwhelmed mm-hmm. us with the love that we are supposed to flow out to other people. Um, it's that love that Sarah was talking about, that good community does flow into us. And I think that we read this book, and it was just so eye-opening, and so I just wanted to share it with all of you guys. Like, what does it actually mean to be loved? Yeah. And then how can I share that? So starting off, what does it mean to be loved? Like, how do we actually know that we are loved? 
So, Sierra, I think this is just a really deep question, but we're going <laughs> to get right off into it. Um, so, there's, I want to point out that there's two different kinds of love. Mm. There's love that comes from the world and love that comes from our Lord and Savior. Mm. Um, and they're very two different things, but they can um, be tricked into our mind to be the same thing. Mm. And what I'm talking about by that is, so everyone knows what it is to be loved. Everyone knows what love is and how that they want to feel it. Um, but there's so many different ways that you can receive that love, and it just really impacts how you live your life. Um, so the first one, living love from the world, is just, it's a lie. And I'm going to start off by saying that because mm-hmm. it is so easily tricked into our brains that living love from the world is what is going to make us feel so happy inside and feel so content and validated. But living, so basically, I'll give some examples of living love from the world. Yes, so do it. my first one would be, um, so everyone has that moment in their life when they're single and they're just like, wow, I need a man, you know? Oh, I am that. just not... I'm not, I'm not liking this single on the stage. I need a boy because when I get a boyfriend, I'm going to feel so loved and accepted and validated and all this stuff. And let me tell you off the bat, girl, that is not how it goes um, because... And boys. And boys. And boys. <laughs> because having that love from somebody is so awesome, but not to, not to break your hearts right away, but sometimes it doesn't always work out the way it is. And even if you get that love from somebody, it's never going to be constant and fulfilling they can give you that validation over and over again, but at the end of the day, it will never be consistent enough to make you feel fully loved. You will always be seeking for something more yes. and something that they can't give you. As much as they will say and as much as yes. an awesome person they is, they are, <laughs> they can't fully give you what you are seeking for. And that's okay because that's not what we are supposed to be doing. We're not supposed to be um, having all these answers because that's not our plan. And the biggest thing with that is like, we have to understand that everyone in this world is a sinner. Yeah. And they're all broken. And exactly. so if I'm looking to get validation from other sinful people, I'm never yes. going to be satisfied because if they're broken, they're also seeking fulfillment. Exactly. So if they're expecting too much from me out of a broken person and I'm expecting too much from them as a broken person. Yeah. And so that's just never going to be able to satisfy because we're not God. No. I think that that's really hard to expect someone to be God when mm-hmm. they're not is so it, like, I don't want anyone to expect me to be yeah, happy, right? Exactly. I don't want that I don't want that pressure on me. And we shouldn't have that pressure on ourselves. We shouldn't be seeing ourselves as that and other people as that. When we have someone who's exactly that, mm. who's waiting for us to see that and waiting for us to reach out for that. Yeah. Um Yeah, so that points me to just the love of God that is where we really need to find our love because God God is love. Okay. It tells us that everywhere. Okay, God is the way that we need to turn to when we are seeking that validation and seeking that longing because he is love and he will provide us with the most satisfying love we could ever ask for. And how do we know that? Like, how do I know he's love? We know that he is love because it tells us that in his word. And that is something that can never change. That's the difference. A boy or a thing or a person, they can give you all this love, but they are never um, going to be consistent. Mm. It is never the same thing. It is never going to be like set in stone but God's word is set in stone and God's word will tell us that over and over you can see it in multiple multiple places in the bible <laughs> um here are some examples Romans 5 8 but God chose his love for us and that while we are still sinners he died for us okay wait let's break that down okay. that is so good. let's break that yes. down so Romans so he says that he died for us like if I'm someone who I don't understand that yeah. God is love and I don't see that in my life like how do I know that he came down and died for us. What is what does that mean for me? So basically in the Bible, the biggest verse that you can everyone can turn to is gonna be John three sixteen. Mm-hmm. And that just says, 
For God so loved the world that he sent his one and only son. Whoever who believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Um, and that's just such an impactful verse because so what happened was God sent his son Jesus down to die for us. Mm. Okay. And that is just, you know, everyone says it, but do you really think about what happened? Like he died for us and we didn't even do anything. Yeah. Like he, if that is not an act of love, mm. if you would not die for your friend, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's literally just so crazy because he loves us that much. We didn't do anything. We, we didn't absolutely everything to not deserve oh, that yeah. we are so broken and so sinful that he had no reason to do that and no reason to come mm-hmm. and help us and love us in that way but he did and if that doesn't show you how much he loves you um i don't know what can because oh, yeah. it's just amazing and that's still the same for today it's we live in such a world where we do such horrible things not horrible things but bad things and yeah. We, out of our sinful nature. Yes, out of our sinful nature. And we are broken people. We make mistakes, which is normal. I'm not saying you should be a perfect person because not that's not what be. Christianity is. <laughs> we are not perfect people. We are nowhere close. Oh, but yeah. working towards that is the main goal. And we are going to be broken people. And God knows that. Jesus knows that. But they mm-hmm. still, he still died for us. And he still loves us no matter what. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the thing that blows my mind is that I can do all these crazy things, terrible yeah. things. I can be such a prideful person think I'm awesome and mm. just be a terrible broken person but God in the eyes of him I'm just this glorious being that he just wants to pour his love into constantly yes. and it's just crazy like I'm his child yes like he is my he wants to have relationships yes. with me. he wants to be with me even though I'm broken exactly and like does that mean I mean it says in Romans do we send more so more grace abounds no. no like when we understand that we are broken we need a savior and we understand oh God sent his only son to die for me. Mm-hmm. And so I get to, I, I get to live that out. Like I have, yeah. it's almost a blessing. I get to go and live that out in the form of trying to be as much like Jesus as possible. Yes. And that means being loving and living how, and that means exactly what we're going to talk yes. about, living love. That's exactly what that means. It means uh, taking the time to just be more like Jesus, be kind, be, be compassionate. And so it doesn't mean we get to sin more and, oh, he's just going to love us anyways. Yes, that's true. Mm-hmm. But when we actually understand what it means to be broken, we want to run as far away from that as possible. Yeah. I think that's such an important thing, too. Because so often, and I know there's listeners out here who are just feeling this, and they go, well, how can I live love? I'm not a Christian. I don't ever talk to God, so does God really love me? Mm. And the answer is yes. He died for you mm. because you are his child, and he wants what we have with the Lord for you just as much, but he mostly wants to come for you and come for people who um, are struggling in this world and who don't know who Jesus is and don't know that love that he has for them yet. Mm-hmm. And It's like um, every person. There's yes. no favoritism. No, there if is you, no favoritism. If you read James 2, it talks about, <laughs> talks about favoritism there, and God is the least favoritism person, yes. guys. Like, there's no, you're better than other no. people. And I think in this world, it's so easy to look if we look in the eyes of humans, we see people who are better than other people. And we see, oh, they went did this, they're worse. But God just sees us all as equal, yeah. which is just such a blessing. Like, thank goodness he does not compare yeah. us to, you know, other people because I don't know where I I don't know what I do. <laughs> and no. that's just such a blessing, I think, too. Yeah. And I think it's one thing for um a human to tell you that you are worth it and that you are important, that you are loved. But God tells you that too. And I think that's where people sometimes can get confused, okay? I was talking to Sierra about this. I was like, very rarely, unless you are just having this awesome moment, God will not 
come down or whatsoever in this form and talk mm. to you and be like, hey, yeah, Sierra, yeah. this is what's going on. No, God talks to us through his word. Mm. And I think that's where a lot of people just kind of like glance over like, oh, it's the Bible. I don't read that. Like, but God, like, can I? No, you can't experience God apart from his word. And oh, in his good. word, that again. <laughs> you can't experience God apart from his word. Mm. And that is where he will talk to you. That is where he will tell you that you are important. You're worthy. You are needed in this world and that you are so desperately loved so if and that's you, where he shows his love too yes if you look at all the stories in the bible like he just remains faithful mm-hmm. and it's like sometimes i think we look at this life and we're like where is god where is his faithfulness and it's like he is always faithful and he's going to show you that through his word too yeah it's through like it's through the words that he says and proclaims over you that yeah. make you realize oh he is still here mm-hmm. but we have to understand who he is first before we can understand what his word says okay so we we're talking about being in the word and how he speaks to us through that. So if I want, if I understand like how he loves me and I want to feel that love even more, like how can I get in a routine where um, I can be in his word and I can yeah. pursue that? And even if I don't desire it right now, like what does that mean in like reading yeah. his word? So I think um, something that is most scary to probably everybody, not scary, but just like intimidating is, okay, I know what God has for me. I can see that, but I don't know what that means. Am I, how am I supposed to read my Bible every day? Where am I supposed to read my Bible? And mm-hmm. it's just like, you are not alone. Mm-hmm. I struggle with that. See, air struggles with yeah. that. Literally, it is such a difficult thing when you don't have the motivation. And it's just a fact. Yeah. But something that um, we have both learned, we've been talking about, is it's not just up to us to want to do that. We can talk yeah. to God and we can say, hey, God. I've been struggling to wake up every day and read my Bible. Yeah. I've been struggling to talk to you. You know that because we haven't been having a conversation in yeah. a while. Can you please put the desire in my mm. heart to seek you? Yes. Help me have the motivation in the mornings. And he will be like, yes, Sarah, I will do that. And he will just put that motivation in your heart because he wants to. He is there yeah. waiting for you to ask him for help and grant you those um, requests. So yeah. um, that's step one. It's just, it's not, don't feel this pressure to be like, oh, I need to have this motivation, but I don't. What is wrong with me? Nothing yeah. is wrong with you. It's just our human nature like you to can, not. <laughs> like, you can feel his yes. love through the sacrifice of the son without having to, like, feel a desire to want to read yes. it. And, like, that will come the more you try to pursue him. Mm-hmm. And the more we pursue him, the more we get that desire, the more we feel love, the more we are accepted, yes. the more we stop looking at this word, the, the world yeah. um, that we keep, that we're just talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, That'll just it'll make it so much easier. Yes. But it starts with that prayer. God, I understand who you are. I understand what you did for me. I understand that I am broken, mm-hmm. and now I want to pursue you further. Help mm-hmm. me do that. And I think that's really really <laughs> hard sometimes to yeah. take because that takes a lot of humility to be like, okay, mm-hmm. I messed up. I want to pursue you. Like that that takes a. I mean, the pride walls just are breaking down. Yeah. Trust me, I know a lot about pride. <laughs> okay, and another thing is. Reading your Bible and praying looks different for everybody. It is not just this one thing that, oh, I have to do it a certain way, or, oh, I have to read this much, or read this plan, or do we're this. Not, we're not saved by, no. like, if we read our Bible or exactly. not. Like, that's not how our salvation comes. No, and we want it to be something that's like, wow, I'm waking up, and I want to do this. So Because I just, I'm saved. Yes, exactly. And so I just encourage you to find something that makes you motivated. If, if that means literally just pulling out your Bible, reading a passage or two, taking down some notes, if that's going to... Um, motivate you and encourage you go for it but for me it takes a little bit more than that I have to have those colored pens and highlighters <laughs> and crazy journal because I just personally love that and it just makes it so much more fun for me so that's what encourages me to be completely honest it's going to be fun all in one it's crafty so I just encourage you to find something that 
makes it enjoyable for you, you know, and it looks different for everybody, and that's okay. 100%. Yeah, yeah I love that. And I think it, it just starts, it starts with, like, the first step. Yeah. Just, like, make, like, get up a half an hour early tomorrow, set that alarm, yeah. and just sit in his word. Just go to the Gospels, go to James, go to Psalms. Psalms. Yeah, just read a quick <laughs> psalm. But, yeah. Okay, so, now that we know that we are loved because he sent his son to die for us, and then we accept that, and we realize, you know, I am broken. I need a savior. This Jesus came down mm-hmm. in the in as human form um, from God, and now I have accepted that. I am a Christian. I'm a believer. I understand what it means, and I want to live that way. Um, how like do you, as a believer, um, having that salvation, remind yourself um, to live love? How do you do that in your everyday um, in a way? that glorifies God and keeps you on that path of righteousness. Yeah. So, yeah, I just want to start out by saying that um, in all reality, living love is a choice. And um, it's a choice because God gives that to us and blatantly lays it out. But it's up to us to accept that and fully understand it and run with it. Um, So how I choose to live love every day is to understand fully that I am great the way I am because God made me the way I am. Mm. It's not because I look a certain way or I change my hair a certain way or I am acting a certain way. No, that's not what makes me loved. It's because God has such a perfect image of me. I can take that and feel so confident in myself that none of these sins of the world or distractions or hateful comments or rude things can just derail me from that image mm. um i don't i'm not saying that to be like i think i'm great all of this stuff yeah. i don't think i'm great because the world tells me i'm great yeah. i think i'm great because god tells me i'm great yes. and that is so important and so like foundational that can't change he's not gonna one day be like yes. oh sarah's not that great no he thinks i'm great he thinks you are great in everything you do every way yes. he literally just loved you so much and, and he like, creates <laughs> in his image like yes. guys it says in genesis that we were created in the image of God. Like, that is so yeah. insane. Like, nothing else in this world except for human beings were created in the image of God. Yeah. And that is so crazy to think, like, he took the time to create me in his image. Yeah. And, like, why did I deserve that? And why? And, like, he, that's how important, that's how much he wants a relationship with you. Yeah. That's how much he wants you to wake up and pursue him. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so easy, like, with our generation, just like um, Sarah was saying, you know, with social media and with the eyes of this world all the time saying we have to have a certain hair color, we have to have a certain body image, or we have to have a certain facial type, or we have to have a certain boy, or a certain girl, or a certain friend group, Mm -hmm. and it's so easy to get caught up in that and be like, if I just get this, then I will be satisfied, and I will be loved, and I'll feel loved, and it's like, where is our love actually coming from? Yeah, and just another thing is, once you really believe that God loves you, you will start seeing it in the world around you. You will start realizing that the things that mm. bothered you or the comments that hurt you before mm. can't attack you anymore yeah. because you are just so content with that God sees you as perfect and that you don't need to change yeah. for this world. You don't need to yeah. change for the people Amen. who want you to change, you know? Yeah. And for as for, like, doing things and, like, living out your faith, I think what's so important is so many people are, like, well, I could do this because it makes me happy. And mm-hmm. God can't be mad because, you know, I'm saved and mm-hmm. God will forgive yeah. me either way. Okay, yeah, I agree with that. He is That's true. You can do something and he will forgive you. Mm-hmm. But why would you want to live like that, you yeah. know? Like, as a Christian, we should be motivated by doing the good and doing what God tells us to do because it's it pleases well. him, you yes. know? And that, sh- that makes me happy. I don't do or not do things because 
I'm like, wow, that'll make me look good or yeah. bad to these people out here. No, it's yeah. because it pleases God and it pleases me to please God. Yeah. You know? And that's something we aren't going to understand unless we're saved. Yes. Because once we're saved, we're like, I only want the will of God. And that's yeah. where it comes, that's where we come back to community. Because when yeah. we aren't living that out, we have community that tells us, hey, I want you to do the will of God and yeah. I want to do the will of God. So in order Let's to do, do that, together. we need to do that together. Yeah. And I need to, I need to righteously, you know, yeah. tell you that this is wrong or this is not what you're doing. And that's where, like, we need that to yeah. tell us, oh, well, Today, this was not, and that, that was not the will of God. That was not pleasing to him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if we do actually seek that to please him, then we will want our community to tell us that and want yeah. us to, to encourage us to live love, you yeah. know? So, Sarah, I have a question for you. Okay. So, before you realized that you were broken and you needed mm-hmm. a savior, what was something that you really struggled with that made you, that you thought was making you feel love? But then once you realized what real love feels like, um, Jesus dying for your sins. Yeah. How how did your perspective change on that topic? Yeah. Of like before, I thought that this was real love, but now I actually know what it means. Mm-hmm. Like, what was something that made you think that? Um, it would probably be validation of others, like mm-hmm. validation from others, and that includes a lot of stuff: partying, drinking, mm-hmm. um, peer pressure, just doing what everybody else was doing. Because if I was doing that, they approved, and that was the validation I needed. Mm. And, oh, how wrong is I? Because, holy buckets, now that I realize <laughs> how, like, like, okay, for example, the reason that I started changing is because anytime I would do something like that, I would feel so guilty. I'd be like, oh my gosh, like, That's the why Spirit. am I feeling, why am I feeling this stuff? It's like, I was so happy that night, or I was so happy doing these things, but uh-huh. then, like, even when I was doing it the next day, I'd be like, oh my gosh, like, why do I feel so terrible and all this stuff and it's just because I was never being fully like I was never fully satisfied Mm. I was never full you know and it's just like then I started realizing that like none of this matters and none of this is truly making me happy and until I started reading God's word and being around my Christian friends and being in that community where I didn't have to do any of that stuff I could do whatever I wanted not whatever I wanted, but I could do the stuff that I actually enjoyed and yes. just be full from that because it wasn't rooted in um, needing others' approval or um, needing to be accepted by these peers that um, was leading me down a path of ruin and destruction. Yes, yes. Oh, my yeah. amen for that. Yep. Thank goodness that we have that love so we yes. don't have to keep searching exactly. after that. And if you are someone who's searching after that right now, I just want you to know, like, let me be the Holy Spirit convicting you and telling you, that that is not going to fulfill yeah. you and you should stop while you're ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, because if not, we're just going to keep going to that path of destruction. Yeah. And you're never too far gone. And you're never too far broken because no. we're already broken. Yeah. Um, so I just want you to know that today and to feel that right now um, for those of you who are listening. Um, my last question okay. Okay, <laughs> is what do you want listeners to leave with so they can more intentionally live out being loved in their everyday lives? Yeah. What would be the biggest thing you're like, okay, guys, if you don't get anything else out of the podcast, what would what do you want them to know? Okay. I want you to know that Jesus loves you so much that you never should feel broken. You should never feel unloved because God is always loving. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to understand that at first. And it's hard to grasp that because it's like, okay, I know this person loves me, but it's like, I can't really feel that. But we are not made to feel less than or not important that's not what god has made us to feel like and once you realize that everything changes and you just know that there's so much more that you can be working towards and you can be feeling all the time and it's just like 
I feel like everyone wants to feel that way. Everyone mm-hmm. wants to feel loved and happy and on that high that they feel sometimes all the time. Yeah. And that's possible. And I want you to know that because so many times we feel hopeless or feel like there's nothing good coming, but there's something always good right in front of us that's waiting for us to reach out to him so that he can pour all this love into us. Yeah. And I just want you to know that because it's so true. And mm-hmm. he's always there. No matter where yes. you are, no matter what you're going through, he's always there. And he's always having this love that he's just ready to throw onto you if you can just accept it. Yeah. Your heart, you know? It's already waiting. And it's yeah. So, it's so easy to look past it because the eyes of the world are so cool. And, like, you yeah. know, our society today, like, it's it's all about love and mm-hmm. love and loving yourself and loving others. And it's like, but there's one who... Yes, that's amazing, mm-hmm. but there's one who loves us more than yeah. anything else in the entire world ever will, mm-hmm. and he already did that, like, yeah. thousands of years ago, he already did that, and he already made that clear, and he is making it clear every day, yeah. and so I think that's just amazing, and if you can understand that, guys, you, you got it, mm-hmm. you got it, so, yeah. yes, okay, <laughs> guys, was, thank you, that was awesome, um, okay, guys, to end all of these podcasts, I am going to have my listener and me give you a song request. Um, I love music. Uh, a lot of us love music. A lot of us listen to a lot of music. I think it's so cool when we can listen to things that bring us joy, that bring yeah. us um, excitement, that give us ready ready for Jesus. Yes. Um, so we're each going to request a little song here to add to your playlist. Yes. Um, I also have a <laughs> podcast playlist on Instagram account. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, for those of you who want to get them later if you can't find them, we're each going to request a song. Alrighty, so the song I want you all to listen to today is called Love by We Are Messengers. Okay. One more time. Love, L-O-V-E, by We Are Messengers. Okay. Okay. It is such an awesome song. Okay. It is a song that, you okay, I love Christian music no matter what, but a lot of people can be skeptical because they're like, oh, like, it's not my typical, like, upbeat song necessarily, but this one is. I am telling (laughs) you, okay? This one is, will get you feeling good on fire for the Holy Spirit because, it's just so good. And one of the verses in it is, don't hang your head when you get lonely. I will never leave mm. your side. And it just really emphasizes what we've been talking about, how much God loves us, and how amazing of a thing that is. So, yes. yeah, give it a listen. It is so good. Yes, I love it. <laughs> Guys, I just listened to it right before this podcast, and it's so worth listening to. Yeah, Guys, it's, so, it's good. so good. And the words, like, if you can listen to this podcast and go listen to those words, oh, you're just going to feel so, so much more loved today. So, yeah, I 100% agree with that. Do it. Um, my song request is pretty basic for most of you probably know this song, but it's actually my most listened to song in 2020 <laughs> in my Spotify rap. So just to let her know, I'm not playing here. Um, the song is How He Loves by David Crowder Band. It's amazing. Just listen oh, to yes. it with your eyes closed. <laughs> You'll feel it. You'll feel the yes. love. Um, the first lyric that really hits me every time is he is jealous for me. And it's like, if I actually know how jealous, like he's jealous, guys. He doesn't just want to love you. He doesn't just seek to love you. He's jealous to love you. Yeah. Like, that is just, that makes me feel so much more just validated. Mm-hmm. It's like, the God of the universe is so jealous that he wants to love me. Yeah. And then it's like, wow, he loves us so much. And so, just listen to that with your eyes closed today. Go lay in your bed or something. I love that. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Thank you, Sarah, so much for coming. Thank you for having me. This was so exciting. <laughs> yes. Um. So, all we have left for you guys today is go, go out and walk, walk by, by faith, faith baby. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.